We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm joined by Chris Owen. We're talking the second half of Game Week 21. We got three more games on the docket here. Saturday game, a Sunday game, a Monday game. Chris, you are, you just told me before the show, you're moving. So you got a long day ahead of you, ahead of, before uh, before we get into our bets here. So it's going to be a fun, fun Friday is what we'll call it. Yeah. Finally Friday, fun Friday. There we go. Yeah, long, uh, gonna be a long day, you know, but that's okay. We're we're not moving too far, so I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, driving great lengths. Um, we're just moving down the street, so nothing too crazy, and uh, you know, just a good, good weekend. I think priority number one, however, is uh, getting the TV back up and mounted. Um, so you know, we got a big, big uh, weekend of games here, and you know, we don't typically do this, but this, this will be our, you know, we'll have given eight eight bets for game week 21 usually we just give around four with the three games and a parlay so getting a little extra here out of, out of uh, the game week um and then of course uh you know grew up grew up in wisconsin big green bay packers fan we got packers and niners on on saturday so it's priority number one to get that tv mounted and, and make sure that we're in full swing ready to go when those games kick off yeah you're gonna need to uh... A lot of stairs, maybe not a lot of driving, but it's gonna be a lot of stairs going up and yeah. down here. So uh, yeah, might have to like do like a little get get limber, you know, a little like a, a little warm up, a little cool down. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, no, I mean you can't uh, get the dedication here from Chris. I don't know if you know if I was moving today, I don't know if I'd be still doing the show. I'd be like, no, I'm good. Let's let's uh, let's I pause have, it for at least a week here. <laughs> I have to give out my eighth bet of Game Me Twenty One on. Uh, Sam Sheffield United, that huge matchup. So the people need to know. After Chris went three and uh three and one last week, was it? Was it three and one? I think it, I, I think it was two and two, to be honest with you. But uh All right. for your game bets, you went two and one. I hit my parlay bet, but my other three uh did not hit. So we're gonna turn that around here. So the first game we're talking about, we got five games to pick from. And we didn't want, you know, we didn't want to throw in Arsenal Crystal Palace here, but so we're gonna have Brentford. Home against Nottingham Forest. Again, check out our soccer betting pages where you can find all of the odds and compare odds from four different sports books. We also got futures over on the site as well. Brentford, 
uh, home minus 115. This one moved a little bit because I wrote this down yesterday. It was minus 105. It is now minus 115 for Brentford to win. Nottingham Forest are plus 320. And over two and a half goals, minus 125. Under two and a half goals is plus 100. Uh, looks like, uh, I guess, depends. I guess this is where you want to compare sports books because Chris gave me his bet uh, seven hours ago, actually, I believe. And he had a different number. So we're going to have to find the best number here uh, for his bet. But the big news is, is what I'll say. Ivan Tony is finally back here. So Ivan Tony is going to start. Thomas Frank said Ivan Tony is going to start. That is the big news of the weekend. And uh, they also added Sergio Reguillon. So they actually have a real fullback, real left back they can use. Uh, he, I think he's actually going to start right away just because they don't really have another. They don't, all their fullbacks are injured. Uh, Saman Godos is also away at African Cup of Nations. So, uh, so getting some help here, Brentford, after uh, it's been a pretty difficult couple months. Bad news for Nottingham Forest is they don't have Morgan Gibbs-White and their back line, they're down a bunch of center backs. So Felipe remains out. So next to Murillo, it could be Omo, Omo Bami Dele, who got his, I think he scored his first Nottingham Forest goal midweek in the FA Cup. Um, the other option is Joe Worrell, who was basically banned from training uh, earlier in the season. Omobami Dele is a former Norwich City center back who barely played in the Premier League with Norwich City. So Nottingham Forest has some issues while Brentford are actually getting some new players. Uh, so I'm leaning Brentford here, but are you also leaning Brentford? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm in a similar sense here. At Brentford at home, obviously, that plays a big role here. I don't think they've been super... Uh, they haven't been like the best team at home, but they're, you know, they're at least not, I think they're like bottom third, actually. I think they've, they've, uh, they're three, three and four. So four losses at home, not the best showing there, but I think what's, uh, I mean, they're the first thing I looked at when I looked at this game was Ivan Tony, anytime goal scoring odds, man, I feel like, you know, had I, had I got suspended for eight months for betting. I would probably be like come come on the pitch with my hair on fire and be ready to score some goals. Of course, Thomas I, Frank said he was like an eight-year-old schoolboy or something. Is what he said, <laughs> eight-year-old boy. Yeah, and on the got, training pitches, at least you you have to believe like you know he he hasn't had twenty-one games or twenty games or you know plus FA Cup and and League Cup. Like he's fully fit. He's raring to go. I I'm sure that during the time that he spent on the on the sideline here in the past months, he's just been training. Um, you know, not dealing with the injuries that you would typically deal with and like the rigors of a, of a full half season of the, of the Premier League. And, um, you know, Brentford's kind of struggled to score goals. It's not like they've been just like filling it up with goals either. They, they have, uh, you know, they're probably bottom half of the table. They've, they have 26 goals in 19, in, uh, 19 matches played here. Excuse me. In 20, yeah. In 19 matches played. Um, you got to believe they start to find the back of the net at a little bit more consistent rate when he's in the lineup. Um, there's a, so many injuries for both teams. Um, they're going to, it's good. I'm interested to see how this kind of all, all turns out. But when you go to the handy dandy EPL lineups page on rotowire.com, you just see a laundry list of guys who are going to be missing here. So um, I like Brentford at home personally. I like Tony um, coming back. He's at plus 100 anytime goal scoring odds. And there, it looks like there's been a little bit of movement. You mentioned, I think, the line moved here. 
um, in the last few hours from uh, it's a little bit uh, more towards Brentford. Uh, same can be said for the over. I looked last night and this was literally probably about 11.30 p.m. last night. It's a little after 7 a.m. here. Um, and it's at minus 120. The over two and a half I have on the DraftKings Sportsbook is minus 125. It was minus 115 when I looked. So a fair bit of movement. Usually you don't see it go too much in, in a short amount of time. So I'm wondering if, you know, maybe some of the defensive injuries that Nottingham Forest has uh, have affected the line a bit. Um, but I like the over over two and a half at minus 115. I think, you know, Brentford, gonna, they, they have a, a striker now. They have, I mean, not that uh, Johan Vissa wasn't in, in Buemo, haven't been like, terrible but i you know ivan tony's ivan tony there's a reason he's been rumored to go to like arsenal and some other big clubs so i i think just the addition of him and they can kind of you know get back to playing their system that the, that has been so so successful for the last few years um i like i like the over two and a half goals here at minus 115 it's not like forest are like a super you know amazing defensive team away from home either so they're they're probably i think they've given up 20 goals here in in uh in 10 matches away from home so i like uh over two and a half and looks like your uh your your senses maybe looking at the bees as well mm-hmm. yeah i agree with your bet um another one of my options was brentford over one and a half goals i think that one's now minus 120 minus 125 so that one's also moving up those are the two bets that were yeah i first looked at um, Nottingham Forest have, you know, played better, played, I mean, I guess we could say well under Nuno, Nuno Spirito Santo. Uh, they got the win against New, at Newcastle. They got the win against Manchester United. I'm still not sold that they're, uh, they're just like this new team that's just going to be filling up goals kind of thing. They still have some defensive issues. We saw that in the, in the first and second leg against Blackpool in the FA Cup. They put out, you know, some fairly strong squads, but those games were 2-2. And then I believe they needed extra time to win that second leg this past week. Uh, speaking of extra time, Brentford also needed extra time in their trip to Wolverhampton, though they lost. Uh, I do think, uh, so Nottingham Forest, their match was Wednesday. Uh, Brentford played Tuesday, though. Uh, let me confirm that really quickly. Yeah, so Brentford, both teams played an extra time. Brentford actually have a day a day more rest, though, so... You got, what, 120 minutes for Nottingham, a lot of these Nottingham Forest guys on Wednesday. So this is a pretty quick turnaround for a team that already has a lot of absences, as you can see, on our injury list. And so you throw Ivan Tony in, Reggion in, if he starts. I, I just think he will because the options are slim for Brentford. No Gibbs White also hurts. Brentford at home, we always talk up, or at least I always talk up, Thomas Frank, master motivator. They've lost seven <laughs> of their eight league Last eight league matches, yeah. they're actually getting some pieces back. I believe last time we saw Brentford in league play, uh, though I guess maybe he got it. There's been so many cup matches. Um, I'm just thinking of Matthias Jensen. I guess that was in, I think, against Everton in, in uh, maybe the FA Cup or something, where he in, he got injured, but he's back nevertheless. So they're getting some players back. They're getting some. Uh, ben Mee also had a three game suspension, so he's going to be back in the back line. Um, it's been a couple weeks since Brentford had a league match, so I'm just trying to remember everything that's that's happened in cup play for them. Uh, but I just think they're in a spot here. You know, you look at the table and it's like, oh, Brentford are actually kind of near the bottom. They're they're kind of fighting relegation. I felt like earlier in the season it was like Brentford uh, top ten bet kind of a thing. Brentford looking really well kind of a thing, but seven of eight losses, seven of the last eight games they've lost. 
And I think, you know, coming out of this small break, small league break, because of, you know, they've had a bunch of cup matches. I think maybe this is the time with, with Tony in here, they added Reggie He's gotten a lot of comparison to Rico Henry. So I think maybe this is the start of the turnaround here. So I'm going Brentford to win at minus 115. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they have been so poor lately, <laughs> or so like they have not been good. Um, looking at their home, and also they've been, you know, talk about Thomas Frank. I mean, their defensive setup has been pretty bad. Um, at least, even well, they at- lost. They lost all their fullbacks, so they've been mixing and matching fullbacks, which just kind of changes, you know, a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I guess the last few matches here, four one at home. Uh, these are all at home for Brentford, but 4-1, they lost to Wolves. I mean, you can't give up four goals to Wolves. I don't care who you are. Um, 2-1 to Villa, which, you know, Villa, a top side of the season, and then uh, beat Luton Town, 1-0, lost to Arsenal, and a 3-2 win over West Ham. So, been a fair bit of goals. And then you even look across at Nine Forest and them away from home is they somehow came away with a 3-1 win recently over Newcastle, which is a great result for them. Newcastle, of course, is, is you know, struggling um, you know, due to their own injuries. I would say there's, you know, don't have enough pieces really, but a lot of goals in all the games here. I, I think, you know, despite Brentford's kind of inability to find the back of the net as of late, they've been conceding a lot of goals. And I feel like we might see like a 2-1 kind of, you know, maybe 3-2 type of game. Yeah, I think we're, I think that's. That's a good bet. I think there's going to be goals in this one. Uh, I might do, maybe we'll do some single game parlay, throw in Tony, yeah, maybe, maybe Brentford corners, but get Brentford to win over two and a half goals, Brentford over one and a half goals, whatever. And you can get up there and plus 200 plus 300 odds, something like that. Yeah. Next game we got, we got Chris's team here. Uh, Bournemouth, our home. Bournemouth are plus 340 against Liverpool, are minus 140 to win. Uh, the solid news of the solid injury is not does not affect us here, uh, but he no. picked up an injury with Egypt yesterday. We'll see what happens with that. But the draw is plus three thirty, and then we're getting over three and a half goals is plus one twenty. Under three and a half goals is minus one fifty. Under two and a half goals is plus one sixty five. So I don't think we're going to get really. Uh, I think Klopp's press conference basically said we're not really getting anyone back, so no one's coming back for Liverpool. We know the injuries. I guess we, I guess Conor Bradley hasn't started in league play yet. His one start came in the FA Cup, I want to say. So, uh, mm-hmm. if if you did not watch that one, if you're unfamiliar, Conor Bradley started uh, the first game that Trent Alexander Arnold was injured. So he's going to be at right back, and then we'll see how they line up everywhere else. One thing I'll say for Bournemouth is they have a bunch of injuries here, and I actually have Marcus Tavernier projected to be their left back. So. Uh, Milos Kerkez is out. Adam Smith is out. Lloyd Kelly is not 100%. Uh, not going to be ready to start, I don't believe. And then Dango Otara, who had been playing left back, he's also out. Ryan Fredericks is another f- fullback. He's out. So basically, they have no fullbacks. Tavernier started at left back in their recent FA Cup match. And then the other side of that, Max Aarons, who was out for like three months, he's back and he's started a couple matches here. So a bunch of absences for Bournemouth. Their back line is very suspect in a spot against Liverpool. I should also say Marco Senesi is suspended. So yeah. they also have a different a different center back next to Zabarnia. So the, a lot of changes here on this Bournemouth back line. Something that you don't want when you're facing Liverpool. But how much does it matter maybe that okay, Bournemouth are at home? Does Or is Liverpool just going to 
you know, throw down five goals on them against a I mean, it certainly, I mean, it certainly helps that Bournemouth is home. It's not, although, you know, you look at their, their record at home and they're three, three wins, three draws, three losses. So it's not like they've been, you know, the best home home team. In fact, I think they've, they've taken more points away from home, which is pretty, you know, I guess not, not common um, for most teams, but yeah, the defensive uh, worries for Bournemouth are tough. And then I didn't see the Dominic Solanke um, injury, but it looks like on our lineups page, he's questionable. He's fine. He's he's fine. He had a knock and he missed their, their cup match like two weeks ago. Okay. So he, he, he should probably play. Um, yeah, that said, I mean, we're, we're, I think you look at the, you look at the Liverpool lineup, they're, they're going to be missing, you know, upwards of, Probably four starters at least, if you think about it. I mean, Salah, probably five starters. Sobosla, Salah, Robertson, Trent, and then, you know, Mati before whatever. He's, you know, borderline starter, I guess, with Kanate in there. But we'll say borderline uh, on a Mati there. What, what's that? We'll say borderline. Yeah, borderline. I want to call him a regular starter. He started the season before it blew out his wheel. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I think what this this game kind of like, like, the the over-unders are kind of crazy that you got to go to three and a half to hit the over and get like plus odds. Um, that was what stood out to me initially. I, I watched. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the most recent game was their, their game against Fulham where it was two one. They, they like really struggled to uh, the first probably 70 minutes until they brought on Gagpo and Nunez. They struggled to create chances. It was just like super bland and um, not really, you know, Jota was probably their best player on the pitch that day. Um, I, I was really surprised to see that you had to go all the way to over three and a half. Uh, I think this game's going to lack goals. I, I do. Um, they're missing, you know, a lot of a lot of their creators in the midfield. They're, you know, in terms of Endo as well. Um, no Sobo slide. Guys who are moving the ball up the pitch. I think, you know, despite the the one thing that does concern me about like a, an under bet is the fact that Bournemouth are pretty knocked up or pretty knocked around. Um, <laughs> it's knocked up. <laughs> uh, knocked around defensively they're lacking some some typical starters too but i mean they're gonna probably start harvey elliott who i, I love as a sub but he just like doesn't bring it you know enough maybe off the in the starting 11 at least from what i've seen i mean he's not Salah, so yeah right i mean you're putting like a 20 whatever 22 21 year old out there on the right who, who's not you know he does he lacks pay he, he lacks space for a guy who's sitting on his at a desk chair you know talking about soccer so um I do think, you know, I, I think they, they bring maybe Nunez off the bench again. He was so, he was very decisive uh, when it came on to assist right away in that game over Fulham and that went over Fulham. So anyways, enough about all that. My bet is I think this game's going to, I think it's like one nil, two nil. Um, and it's, uh, I say, I, last night I looked, but I think you mentioned um, last night it was, it was under two and a half is plus 175. I think I see this being pretty low scoring. Low scoring. I think uh, this morning you said it was plus 165 for the under two and a half now. Um, so little odds are going towards. Depends uh, where you look probably, yeah. Yeah. So um, to, <clears throat> this is not typical where I go in terms of the number, but uh, I I think there's it's good to exploit here. Four, four of uh, Liverpool's five last away matches have been under two and a half. They've Beat Burnley 2-0, um, that 2-1 win over Crystal Palace, uh, 2-0 to Sheffield United, 1-1 against Manchester City, and uh, 1-1 against Luton Town. So, I mean, there's a few teams in there aside from City that are a similar caliber of what they're going to face at Bournemouth. And, you know, likely 
Bournemouth lacking some guys up front or, or uh, in defense are going to probably try to pack it in and, and play that kind of style against these guys. Yeah, I'm kind of interest, interested to see just how Bournemouth play this one, given the defensive defensive absences. And then you have Semenyo, who has been a regular for the most part of the season. He's away at AFCON as well. So there, there are some more changes going on. Uh, we could see Cook, Christie, and Alex Scott all start. I don't believe that's actually happened this season, and that would be maybe more defensive. Uh, so, but just a tough spot. I think your bet, you know, under two and a half goals at plus one sixty five, one seventy five, whatever. Uh, you know, it kind of makes sense. You are, as you said, just worried about Bournemouth's back line, but Liverpool away from home, they just they score fewer goals, which I guess you know that's the case with everyone. But just comparison. Uh, 26 goals at home, 17 away. They do seem, those matches do seem just to be a little more not as up and down, I, I guess, as some of those home matches where where then you, you take out Salah and that kind of a thing. You know, maybe maybe Bournemouth, maybe Iriola has his guys, you know, ready to go despite some absences. Um, but you're getting a ton of value here with under two and a half goals. And if, if you think it's going to be low scoring, maybe you just ignore the fact that, you know, under three and a half, whatever you just ignore it. let's just go for more money kind of thing so are you thinking two nil liverpool or do you think bournemouth getting a point i honestly am a little weary of bournemouth getting a point here they're just they're, they're tough at home liverpool i mean they they are coming off a slight like what is it a week 10 day break i think from their last match which which helps but it's not like they're returning anyone from from um from injuries so yeah it's not like that there's not that boost of like getting a player back in the starting lineup i you know i think 15 it's, days yeah I, I i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised to see like a one-one here um liverpool love playing from behind too so if you're like I've, I've, there's some crazy set out there about how many times they've like come back to to either gain a get a win from or get points from losing positions um so if you're into that you can get bournemouth uh, first goal plus 140 uh, they've been Liverpool have been conceding plenty of goals, you know, to off the off the jump to the opposing to the opponent. So, if you're into that, check out check out that, and even uh, Bournemouth uh, double chances plus one ten. If you're like, okay, Liverpool missing a bunch of pieces, I think Bournemouth can take a point at home. Maybe parlay them both. That could be an interesting. That could be a fun parlay too. Parlay them both. I guess I haven't given my bet yet. I'm going over ten and a half corners here at minus one ten. Uh, I was kind of, you know, all the absences, the, the absences for both teams. So I'm thinking, maybe not thinking the same as what Chris is, but you know, maybe maybe these teams both struggle to score. But I think, you know, not the not the A midfield, not the A back line for Liverpool, and not the A back line for Bournemouth. Maybe it's just you know some mistakes on the back line. Maybe it's a little more open in the midfield kind of thing where Bournemouth can get corners. Liverpool can get corners. So if both team, if I think both teams can get corners, let's just take over, over on corners. So we're at over 10 and a half corners is minus one ten. Um, let's just say, okay, maybe it's back and forth, but both teams struggle to score. And then, and then both our bets hit. Yes. That could be the case. Will be the case. All right. That is, uh, I guess I will say Liverpool had an 11-day break, and then three days after this one, they do have the second leg against Fulham. So Yeah. I do want to give out one more bet because it's worth noting. Dominic Solanke, anytime goal-scoring odds, plus 150. This is a revenge game. Always good to think about. Um, he's been pretty good for Bournemouth, too, up front. I think um, 
you know, you mentioned that he should play despite having many little mini knocks. So uh, always, always good to think about the revenge game, goal scoring nuts. Big revenge game. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just Klopp. Klopp actually is a big, massive fan of Solanke. Uh, one of yeah. our writers, Ian, Ian was letting me know. He's sending me some quotes on on Klopp talking about Solanke and how he's like one of his favorite players, kind of a thing. Yeah, it, it is a bit. Uh, it is interesting what he said about him, but uh, I mean, he was never good for him. Now you know, being very, he's been really good this season for Bournemouth, and um, I think they sold him for like eighteen million. It's like they sold it like him and Rian Brewster around the same time, and both got a little bit of money back, which is kind of Brewster. I don't whatever happened to him. But, yeah, Solanke's been, you know, really coming into form this season, which is, you know, you, you like to see. One more note here. Uh, when these teams – last season at Liverpool, it was that 9-0 match where Liverpool won. The reverse fixture, Bournemouth won 1-0. Yeah. So uh, it's in play. Bournemouth 1-0, maybe, maybe we get that here. Maybe we get Bournemouth 1-0 and Liverpool have, like, 20 corners because they're just pressing for the final. 80 minutes of the game, something like that. Yeah. We got Monday night football though. Then the third game we're talking about Brighton are home against Wolverhampton. Brighton are minus 160, pretty sizable here against a Wolverhampton team who has played a bunch of matches. You know, when you compare the teams, uh, Wolverhampton are plus 400 to win. The draw is plus 320. And then we're going to get over two and a half goals is minus 165. Under two and a half goals is plus 165. You want to bet over. Three and a half goals, that's plus 150. And just speaking of in terms of when these teams last played, so Wolverhampton, uh, they had the two legs against Brentford. Uh, so Wolverhampton played, I guess this game's Monday, so maybe not as big of an issue there. Uh, they had the two FA Cup matches, and then Brighton actually have 16 days since they played in the FA Cup against Stoke City. So Brighton, I believe Brighton are one of the teams that went down south uh, to warm weather train. So, you know, they're, they're a little more rested up than Wolverhampton just a little bit here, but Wolverhampton or Brighton at home. Uh, what do you got, Chris? Yeah, I, I looked at two different things here. There was a couple things that popped out to me, but, uh, I think, uh, you look at both their records. Uh, I mean, so Brighton at home, Wolverhampton away from home, just so many goals as of late. Um, you know, Brighton, uh, their past five matches, what they had back-to-back one-on-one draws with Fulham and Sheffield. Uh, then they beat Brentford 2-1. They drew Burnley 1-1. And then, of course, uh, this was this was back before Christmas. They, they won 4-2 against Tottenham. So it's been a bit since they've played at home here, like nearly, I mean, almost a whole month. So kind of wild in that endeavor. And then Wolverhampton lately <laughs> been really, they, they did just beat Brentford away from home in a four, one result. I guess that was also about a month ago, uh, right before the holidays too. But um, other than that, they lost the three nil to West Ham, two, one to Arsenal, three, two to Fulham, two, one to Sheffield. So plenty of goals in, in both for both clubs at home and away. Uh, the first thing I looked at was like both teams to score that, however, is uh, minus 150. Um, fun note is that opponents have scored against Brighton in every single home Premier League match for them. So they've yet to keep a clean sheet at home. Um, and then, you know, you, you're, not, you're not really getting good 
good odds there on the minus 150. Oddsmakers think there's going to be a fair bit of goals. Um, I will say Wolverhampton have one draw away from home this season in uh, 10 total matches. They've, they've won three, they've drawn one, and they've lost six matches. So uh, that leads me to believe I want to get a little bit better odds. I don't typically like this bet because you need a few things to happen, but I'm uh, I'm taking the jump this weekend and uh, going to go both teams to score. No draw. It's uh, plus 130, so slightly better odds. Um, yeah, you need three right goals, out. but you, it just can't be two-two. Yeah, exactly. But you you need both teams to score, and you need somebody to win. So it's it's like it's pre- it's pretty much like a parlay without being a parlay. You know, you're not you're not getting those odds. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I think I think we see like a, a three-one game. I think Brighton will get, again will probably just like shovel some goals in. Yeah, so it's a tough one uh, yeah. just to look at. I mean, we saw that we saw the over/under odds. And Wolverhampton have been been playing really well. Uh, they just advanced past Brentford. They've just kind of figured things out a little bit, maybe not a little bit, but a lot. Uh, was it their, like, their last league game was on the thirtieth, so that's kind of crazy. Uh, we're now it's they're now the nineteenth. They have so I guess that's the winter break for you. I think they've had three cup matches since that. I guess it's only two cup matches. They weren't in the league cup, so. So I guess they've had some rest, but they've been playing well. Uh, at, at first, it was a lot of okay, they're getting goals off the counter kind of thing. Now they're, they're they are playing a little differently. But uh, Joao Gomez, who's been a big part of that, their central midfielder, he is suspended for this one. They also don't have He Chan, though. They do get uh, Pedro Neto has been playing since his return from injury, so that is that's a boost yeah. for them because he was out for a couple months or so. Brighton were kind of. They had a big stretch of some pretty iffy, poor results in there. They had that 6-1 result against Aston Villa. And then they cha- they tweaked some formation stuff around, and they got they have looked a little better in recent games. They got those four goals against Tottenham, which is probably the maybe the highlight there. Uh, but they, they, they have this midfield where, first of all, they got Stupinion back, but James Milner has been playing in like this midfield role uh, with Pascal Gross and Billy Gilmore. Uh, they just kind of had to tweak a bunch of stuff up because Miedema has been out as well. So that, that, that needless to say, I, I've kind of didn't really have a thought of what way, where, where to go here. You couldn't even take Wolverhampton double chance to get decent odds. Uh, and then what I said, Brighton minus one sixty. So I'm going with another corner bat. Just, uh, just take it there. So instead of taking Brighton corners in the first half, because in a lot of these games, Wolverhampton, they get off on the counter and they get corners themselves. Uh, let's just take over four and a half corners in the first half, minus 120. The way these teams play, I think it's going to be, okay, Brighton may have the majority of possession, but I think Wolverhampton will get on the counter and then force some corners themselves. So I think both teams will get a couple corners at a minimum and five corners is nothing. So over four and a half corners in the first half at minus 120. And then Chris has both teams to score no draw at plus 130. You, yeah, you mentioned the wolves. No, the double chances. Pl- I had plus one twenty five last night. I would need to double check again, but oh, is it um, okay? Yeah, so I mean, not terrible, but like I said, wolves just one draw away from home all season. So, um, it's they're they're gonna win or they're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They we refuse to let them draw here. So, yeah, I guess they're plus four hundred to win. That that does seem kind of. Like this seem kind of strong given, yeah, given how been, well Wolves are playing. Yeah, they've been great. I mean, 
FA Cup, they they had that two, I guess it wasn't two legs, but the replay where they just won on penalties over Brantford. I think it was penalty. No, it was extra time. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, they've been in great form. You know, they have won their last three, uh, at least their last three EPL games. So yeah, um, this, this is actually a fun one. This is Monday, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can look at it like, okay, Brent, Brighton have 16 days between games, and Wolverhampton just had played 120 minutes this past week. But yeah. I don't know if I want to put too much into that. I believe actually Wolverhampton went also went down south the warm weather between their two legs uh, in the FA Cup. But We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nevertheless, we got our team parlay up. So, Chris, what are you going with? You're looking at this West Ham Sheffield United match, which has, like, I guess every game we're talking about, a lot of absences. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, quickly before we get into the parlay, you know, all these teams are are going on warm weather trainings. I think Man City was in, like, Saudi Arabia or something like that. I saw a couple other teams were in some warm weather trainings. Adam, when is when when do you think that rotowire is going to get us in a little, like a little warm weather training and like get us out on a beach? You know, maybe like a couple cooler some some kits and beers, maybe some beers and wagers. I don't. I'm, I've been kind of wondering that myself. I'm gonna say uh, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> maybe it's the annual rotowire trip to Vegas. Maybe we'll just, maybe just we'll based have. off just based off the last few weeks. What I'll say, it's never gonna happen. Uh, I, I guess Ian is saying Vegas, he thinks, uh, he thought Vegas was the warm weather training. I guess you could look at it like that. Vegas in the summer when it's 120 degrees, that is our warm weather training. Yeah, that's fair. I missed last year, so I uh, maybe I'll have to get back out there and, and consider that my warm weather training. Um, but anyways, back to back to business here on the parlay. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, man, you, I'm glad. You messaged me earlier this morning. I had sent out West Ham money line because I was considering that at plus 120, but they're missing similar to, to Liverpool. They're missing Jared Bowen, Paqueta, Kudus, uh, who's playing in AFCON right now. Uh, and then Ben Rama is suspended. So they're missing a ton of guys. And, you know, the <laughs> it's never good. I mean, God bless him, but it's never good when you're trotting out Danny Ings as you're starting forward. Uh, in an EPL game, he's got a. He's I love the guy, love his 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 work rate and everything he's done. But uh, that's just not a recipe for a ton of goals, I don't think, especially at this age. Uh, so they're they're playing. I mean, they have most their midfield's pretty much 
least the the, the kind of anchors with uh, Alvarez and J- JWP are are in there. Sure, so sure. Yeah. I think what what they're gonna do, and then there you uh, it looks like we have Divin Mubama in at a uh, at forward. I don't know much he's about a, that. He's a young stud. He's a young stud. It's oh, a, either gonna be him or Maxwell Cornet. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, I don't know. Probably. I don't know much about Divin. Um, unfortunately, maybe I, maybe I'll find he, a lot. Find out a I lot. I think more. he's like nineteen. Okay. All right. Well, let's hope we find out a lot, a lot more about him this weekend. Um, but anyways, all that said, I was on West Ham Moneyline. I'm a little weary of that now. Um, I do think this is going to be a very low scoring affair. You look at like you look at the the most recent matches for West Ham. It's crazy. It's like it's like every pretty much everyone's a, sh- a shutout to some capacity. They lost to Bristol City this this past week in the FA Cup 1-0. Uh, they did try there. That, that was a replay, so it was one-one in the previous match, but it was zero-zero Brighton, two-nil to Arsenal, uh, two-nil uh, to uh, Manchester United. You know, you look. There's like three more shutouts in their past five games, so just a, not a ton of goals. I like uh, no on both teams to score. Um, that's at plus one hundred. I did, I think that West Ham defensively they'll be fine, but they'll be playing a style which is. Typical, to, typical to David Moyes' fashion, which is a little, you know, counterattacking. Uh, they're pretty strong in the players that they they are going to put in the starting eleven in the back half of the lineup, but they're just they're just lacking that those the typical guys that you'd see up front. I mean, maybe Danny Ings, you know, turns back the clock a bit here and finds the back of the net. But I and then there's there's the Sheffield United aspect of this too. It's not like they're. Uh, I mean, they they bit bit me a lot this season, which kind of pisses me off. But uh, on my bets, um, but I don't see, I don't have a ton of faith in, in what they're trotting out up front. And uh, you know, all that considered, yeah, it's I I think uh, both no on both teams to score here as a play. Yeah, Mubama, maybe I think he I think uh, at least before this season, it was like Mubama is going to be the perfect big West Ham striker kind of thing just needs a little more time. I think he's kind of like they want him to turn into Kudus, but they got Kudus, so they don't really need him to be Kudus. But maybe right now, because Kudus is away on AFCON, maybe they need him to be that. Uh, He started over Ings. I don't think Ings, Moyes uh, likes Ings too much. Or I think there's actually, I don't know if there's rumors just about him just like leaving during the transfer window but but because they have no one else it's like okay we actually need to play him because we have no one else so that's an interesting situation but yeah if you can't score at bristol city i know they're down a guy for about the the final 50 minutes uh i don't really have a ton of faith in them either sheffield united maybe playing a little better under chris wilder so you got that as well Uh, my bet part of this parlay is an arsenal corner bet because it's arsenal they're gonna have 70% 70% possession, something like that. They're going against a team without Michael Elise. You know, this Crystal Palace team, uh, what, well, maybe about a month ago, it was Roy Hodgson out kind of thing. And they had these two legs against Everton where, you know, they just lost 1 0 against Everton. They subbed out as they like the 66 minute. They don't have IU and a lot of these guys. And I don't know, maybe this is one of those games where it's like, okay. Uh, Roy Hodgson, we're going to just like get a goal one nil and then eke out, I don't know, something, but Crystal Palace just really haven't partly because of injuries. They really haven't shown a lot, but I'm just going Arsenal minus 1.75 corners in the first half. I think this is a spot where, okay, Arsenal have been struggling to score. They, they've been off for a little bit now, but they've been struggling to score. I think they're going to 
they're just going to try and put it on early. They're going to be attacking third for, I don't know, the majority of the first half here. It's going to lead to corners. So we got Arsenal minus 1.75 corners in the first half against Crystal Palace. Minus 115. Chris has no on both teams to score between Sheffield United and West Ham. That's plus 100. That equals plus 273 odds. Team parlay. There it is. Uh, let me pull up the cheat sheet. Chris could not find it, but I found it clicking through some rankings here. So... The cheat sheet for the second half of game hey. week twenty one <laughs> uh, is right here. You got to you got to click on like the uh, the fan tracks or the FPL rankings for game week twenty one, and then and the link is is in there. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, it. If I couldn't find it, there's probably a good chance somebody else couldn't find it. <laughs> Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, I guess there's nothing else to talk about here. Chris has to move. We've talked about all these games. Do you think Arsenal are, are going to finally get back on the winning track here? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're pretty, they pretty much have mostly, I mean, I, I think you have Trossard in the starting 11 or in the starting lineup here for, uh, for them, which I love because dude, we'll they, see if Jesus is ready to start. Uh, that's one of the questions. Yeah. I mean, he would be a good addition, but it's not like in Reese Nelson or in Ketya have really brought a whole lot to the starting lineup for them. At mm-hmm. least, you know, not a ton of goals. I mean, Reese Nelson, I think, started that FA Cup match. Yeah. They, were just, they were just poor that game. Um, but, yeah, I, a London derby here, I, it would be Arteta. I mean, I've been joking about this to my, you know, Arsenal uh, f- friends who are fans. Um, this keeps going south, man. Arteta, like that hot seat, man, It's it might be uh, – be getting a little hotter here, so I, I think they, they they need a win. Um, he's you know they're obviously not. Uh, I say that like tongue in cheek, but um, they, they are due for a result here for any any day now. Arteta hot seat. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I was, I'm going that far. I was I was uh, I was uh, there's a huge group chat I'm in about EPL, and, and I, I was you know gleefully watching that FA cup win over, over Arsenal and just ripping. I was, I was a menace with the Arteta hot seat um, takes. Uh, that was an interesting game. Is that the game? Was that the first game Bradley started or is it a different one? It might uh, no, uh, you're talking about um, Connor Bradley. Connor Bradley. Yeah. Now he came, he came in against uh, somebody in the away mat. There was an away oh. Oh, he got he got injured in the Arsenal game. That's right. Okay, TAA did. Okay. No, no, I think he was out for that game. Um, but Bradley came in in a, in a away game, I thought, and then Bradley, and then no, uh, he got in, he got injured in that game and played through the injury. That's what happened against yeah, he Arsenal played in, the, in the six, and Bradley slid in and right, and then Bradley started the League Cup game against Fulham the following match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that TA got hurt in that game. He played he played through the injury and then made it worse. Uh, yeah, all all for the win against Arsenal. Hey, needed it. That's all we got though. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial, 48 hour trial uh, to get this cheat sheet, I guess. But also, let's get let's win some bets. Chris had some wins last week. We need to get that team parlay back because that the the money the money total is not looking good on the team parlay, but. Let's give a shout to Chris on his traveling day and thank him for jumping on this show and, and giving some free bets out to the people before he before he moves out in the uh, the West Coast. Uh, you got rain over there. How's the weather for your move? It's out. It's Seattle, man. It's always rainy. It's uh, ground. Yep, ground looks wet. Okay, um, there you go. But luckily, just moving down the street a bit, so uh, I don't gotta like drive a U-Haul or nothing. So. 
luckily you don't get the Arctic frost that we're getting over yeah, here. Looks brutal uh, in the Midwest. We're, we got a couple feet of snow. Uh, I had the uh, the blizzard kit on last week. Got all the shoveling done. Now it's going down to to negative temperatures tonight. So that's just that's just the Midwest for you. It's, it's a lot of fun out here. But we're gonna get some rain next week. So it's gonna be really muddy pretty soon. But Chris, thanks for joining me. You can find him on Twitter at chron8. I am at rotosadroik. Thanks for watching, everyone. And I, I we'll see when we're back because there are no games next think- weekend. Oh, there's yeah, FA Cup. Cup next weekend. And then the following week, it is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday matches. So we're going to have to talk about the schedule. We'll see about Chris's recording room. That is another question as well in his new, it is new, uh, a humble abode there. But thank you, Chris. We'll see everyone. Uh, let's win some bets. Thanks, Adam. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.